Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, Something I want to share is uh, there's a time and a place for everything. So right now, with the world that we're living in, um, we have to look at where are we with the interest rate cycle? Where are we with debt? Where are we with the political climate that we're living in? So when you look at that kind of stuff and you compare it to the past, And what happened in the past uh, during uh, similar or dissimilar times, we can actually start to build a framework for what makes sense for now. So let's go back to the early 80s. You know, when you look at the late 70s, um, Jimmy Carter was president, (laughs) possibly the worst economic president uh, since the Great Depression. Because you look at what, what was happening back then, we had interest rates that were at 18%. Remember, if you were to get a 30-year mortgage back in, in 1983, for example, uh, 18% on a 30-year mortgage. Can you imagine that today? Now it's been so long since we've had high interest rates. We also had a highest income tax bracket of, of about 90% for the highest income earners. 90, not, you heard me right, nine, zero. So you, that caused a recession, that caused major unemployment. It caused what was called stagflation, where you had stagnating economy, less people working, but inflation was going up, prices were going up. That's like the worst of all combinations. Fewer people working that could afford things while prices were going up. It was ridiculous. So Reagan came in, became the president. I don't know why he would want that. He inherited a hornet's nest, right? But what did he do? Bottom line, he lowered taxes, corporate taxes, income taxes, payroll taxes, estate taxes, capital gains taxes. He lowered taxes across the board. He also lowered interest rates. Under one, what reason? Americans spend money, right? That's what we're known for, sadly. It's not a good legacy to leave, but we spend money. So if you lower taxes, you lower the cost of borrowing, you lower the interest rate, then we will spend. When we spend, corporate America becomes more profitable. When that happens, the stock market goes up. As interest rates come down, real estate goes up because nobody pays cash for houses. They finance them, right? And then also what happened, the bond market exploded and boomed because bonds go up when when interest rates come down. Converse is also true. When interest rates go up, value bonds goes down. So during that time, everything was booming, right? We also had a a time where the Cold War was over. Uh, The Berlin Wall came down. Newt Gingrich had this contract with America that that basically got Republicans and Democrats talking. They were talking. They were cutting deals. They were focusing on what they had in common rather than how they were different. It was an amazing time for America that lasted about 20 years. During that 20 years, what did gold and silver do? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Gold went from $200 an ounce, $250 an ounce, excuse me, in, in 1982 to $258 an ounce in 2002. It went up eight bucks in 20 years. Okay. Not a good investment, but everything else is booming. So you fast forward to today. 
everything is 180 degrees opposite. Interest rates aren't coming down, they're going up. Taxes aren't coming down, they're going up. We don't have political unity. We have political disunity. People aren't focusing on what they have in common. They're focusing on how we're different. We've got uncontrollable, unsustainable debt. We've also got an era where we've got um, congressional decrees uh, legislative action, monetary policy, fiscal policy, that's all pointing towards administrative rule and, and like increasing EPA standards that will diminish American productivity and profitability. That will ultimately impact the stock market negatively. So everything is opposite of what it was during the 80s. So therefore, we're going to have an opposite outcome, right? It, it, it's just logic, <laughs> So when we have a rising interest rate environment like we have now, interest rates are about zero, but they started going up about a month ago. So they went up about half a point in one day, and they're still continuing to climb. So as interest rates climb, the value of bonds comes down. Get out of bonds yesterday. Seriously, yesterday. There is nowhere for them to go except down. Because if you look at what our goal is as investors is to be wise and prudent. It's to buy low and sell high, correct? Yes. So the value of bonds can't be any higher than when interest rates are close to zero. Ringing the bell at selling the bonds at their highest point in the history of America, current America, or future America is now because interest rates are close to zero. They've actually started climbing over the last month. It would have been better to sell your bonds a month ago, but if you didn't, sell them now. Get out of them. Stock market, as interest rates go up, as, as um, taxes go up under the Biden administration, what does that mean? We're going to have a lower bottom line. People are already living at the margin, right? They're living at the margin. America, on average, is one to two paychecks away from bankruptcy. So when that's the case, there's no more discretion, discretion, uh, discretionary sorry, <laughs> income. We don't have much, any disposable income. Therefore, as prices go up with inflation, as prices go up because of taxation increases, uh, as the cost of borrowing goes up because interest rates are going up, we're going to spend less money. That's going to impact corporate America. It's going to impact the stock market negatively. It's also going to impact the bond market negatively because as interest rates go up, the value of bonds comes down. It's also going to impact real estate. Because nobody pays cash for houses, we finance them. So as rates start to climb and continue to climb, the value of real estate has to come down to make it equally affordable, right? So this is the era that we're living in. Everything from the 80s and 90s is completely opposite. Therefore, we're going to expect an opposite outcome. How opposite? What are gold and silver doing? Since Trump, Trump's first four years, gold and silver started shooting up because of changes in monetary policy, because of changes in fiscal policy. And because of a weakening dollar, look, we had to have a weak dollar. What does a weak dollar mean? It means our currency buys fewer foreign goods. That's great because we don't want to buy foreign goods. We want to buy American, right? This is Trump's methodology and it's, it's his thinking process. And he's absolutely right when he started doing this. So with a strong dollar, like we had during Bush, Clinton, Obama years, all three of those presidents, we had a very strong dollar. It makes foreign goods relatively cheaper because our strong dollar takes fewer of them to buy those American goods. So we were able to mask inflation during that time because we were buying cheap foreign goods. But when we buy stuff from other countries, what are we doing? We're exporting jobs, right? We're exporting jobs. 
So this is why we have the pickle that we have in America. So to, to make America great again, right? Well, how do you do that? With a weak dollar policy. It makes foreign goods relatively more expensive. It makes American goods cheaper all over the world. Therefore, remember this, jobs follow manufacturing, okay? When we're buying stuff from foreign countries, we're exporting jobs. So we're importing cheap goods and we're exporting jobs. Now we've got the problem that we have. The only way to fix that is to have a weak dollar, which will mean what? means jobs are going to come back because more people are going to buy our goods. That brings inflation. But inflation is not bad un uh, unless wages don't keep up with it. During Trump's first four years, we had inflation because the economy was growing. That's great. And wages were keeping up with it. During this time with, with Biden, um, we've, got, we've got a problem because inflation isn't because the economy is growing. Inflation is happening because the dude with the, with the <laughs> gray jumpsuit at the Fed is going over to the printing press, pressing the red button, printing money like, there's going out of tomorrow, like it's going out of style. And tomorrow, we're going to have a devalued currency. The next day, it's going to be even more devalued because they keep printing money, and it's like monopoly money. So it's going to take more of that junk currency to purchase um, valuable goods and services. This is why interest rates have gone up, friends. This is why it's gone up. Because the rest of the world now says, hey, America, you've got too much debt. It's unsustainable. You don't have enough revenue. And like a junk bond, if the risk is too much, they have to require a greater reward. I don't see interest rates stopping for any time real soon. So what is the solution? This is what we do. We buy silver. We buy gold. Because remember how silver and gold did horrible during the Reagan years when everything else was booming? Now everything is completely opposite. Therefore, gold and silver are, have been doing well, incredibly well. You know, gold pushing um, uh, over 20 to somewhere sub 30 uh, return last year. Silver over 40% return last year. Stellar. That's amazing. Stock market did well, too. So there was a time when we could invest in stocks. We could invest in bonds and interest rates came down or invest in gold and silver during the Trump years. Not really any asset class is doing poorly. But now things have changed under Biden. Stock market is overvalued because of increased taxation, because of increased administrative rulings. Boom. I wouldn't invest in the stock market for anything. Um, bond market, I wouldn't touch for another couple of decades. Seriously? Because interest rate cycles are on average 28 years long, and they've started to climb. So we allocate into strength, right? We allocate into what's growing. We don't have to speculate. I'm never going to advise anybody on a what if. What if Trump comes back? What if there's Nassara Jassara? What if there's this? What if there's that? Anytime you ask one what if, it's one what if too many because we're, it's a 50-50 outcome. Either we're going to be right or we're going to be wrong. So therefore, I don't advise on anything other than what's right in front of us right now. Because that's where your strength is. That's where your safety is. Because you don't have to speculate. The trend is happening. It's happening. So therefore, you allocate into the trend. And people ask me, say, Kirk, how long is this going to last? It's like, I don't know. Nor do I even care. Because if we're allocated into it, maybe it lasts three months or nine months or a year or five years. It really, truly doesn't, doesn't matter. Because if we're allocated into it, we're allocated into it. Look, my... Um, business partner and CEO, Amy, when we advise people, we don't advise on the what if. We advise on what's here right now. 
because that's how you maximize your return and minimize your risk because there's no speculation to it. It's happening. So therefore, you just allocate into it. I'm a firm believer there's no such thing as a bad investment. There's bad timing for investments, right? Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, great during the Reagan years, actually great during the first four years of Trump. So was gold and silver during the first four years of Trump. But but just like gold and silver stunk in the 80s and 90s, oh, it's not going to stink now because of the fundamentals that move the market. So we allocate into that. And when it's time to get out, we get out. So here's, here's my recommendation for everybody. We also have a short squeeze in silver going on right now, which will bring um, extreme profit potential over the next 120 to 150 days, because this is what short squeeze, short squeezes offer. It's when somebody who owns the silver um, actually forces physical delivery of silver at the end of a short contract. Short contracts are like 90 days long. So therefore, every end of the month, when these short contracts come due, it's options expiration day. Uh, they can't settle in cash. They have to settle in physical delivery. But if there's no physical silver left, the prices shoot through the roof. <laughs> we could be seeing a massive triple-digit increase in that before the end of the summer. So therefore, I'm allocating 100% into silver. 100% into silver. Take advantage of it because it's right in front of us right now, right? I'm not going to advise on a what if, what's going to happen down the road. This is happening right now in front of us right now. So therefore, then down the road, once we lock in those profits, we roll them into something different, something else that's growing, probably gold at this point. But I don't know. It's probably going to be gold. And then when that trend is done, we lock in our profits. We go into the next undervalued asset class. Let's say it's, it's stocks. See, we can do anything here at our firm, but just because we can doesn't mean that we do. When it's time to go into stocks, we'll go into stocks. When it's time to go into gold, we'll go into gold. When it's time to go into silver, we'll go into silver. When it's time to get out of Dodge and just sit in cash, we'll get out of Dodge and sit in cash. <laughs> My goal is to have a lifetime relationship with our clients and advise you and navigate and go on this journey with you so we can take that financial anxiety off your plate. We'll carry that. And we'll advise you when it's time to buy, when it's time to sell, when it's time to reallocate, when it's time to get out of Dodge, right? But for right now, here's my recommendation. Gobble up as much silver as you can in an IRA or non-IRA. IRA, you can't take delivery of it. It has to be stored at the depository. Non-IRA, can, we can still store it at a depository if you don't have space for it, or we ship it to you. But I'm talking about physical coins and bars, not ETFs, not mining shares, not some kind of certificate, no, none of that is silver. None of that is gold. That's another paper proxy, and it doesn't act the same. It doesn't give you the same element of safety. So here's the deal. My goal, Amy's goal, when we advise is to be to maximize your return while minimizing your risk. If we don't have both of those two things going on, it doesn't fit my category of, of a good investment. So I could say, hey, I can maximize your return with Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. That also maximizes your risk. It's a very risky proposition. But you could maximize your return, there's no doubt. We've seen that. But it's very risky. It doesn't fit what I would call a safe investment. Therefore, I don't do it. I don't want to maximize return while maximizing risk. I want to maximize return while minimizing risk. I could also minimize your risk by going into just sitting in cash, right? Well, 
that's a guaranteed loss because cash is getting you 0% at the bank or 0.001% or something silly. But um, inflation's hovering around 6%. Therefore, you're losing 5 to 6% every year. You keep cash for 10 years, you've lost 50 to 60% of the value of your portfolio. That's not a good investment. But in people's minds, it's like, I'm minimizing my risk. I'm not going to have any market risk. But I'm also minimizing your return. I'm getting zero. That doesn't fit the bill of maximizing return, minimizing risk. See, I, I don't care what we're allocated into. I, I don't care. I'm not just a gold firm, which would poo-poo stocks. I'm not just a stock firm that would poo-poo gold, right? I can advise and point you in the direction of any of those when the time is right. Right now, because of the economic fundamentals, the political fundamentals, everything that's happening, gobble up as much silver as you can. Gobble up as much silver as you can. Call me. We'll go over the details. It's easy. It's e-signature documents. It's wiring instructions. And then we ship. (laughs) That's about it. So anyways, if you all have any questions, give me a call. Um, give Amy a call. We'll walk you through it and uh, make sure that you're in the right place at the right time to maximize your return and minimize your risk. Make sure that we have enough money during this transition for the next chapter, because I believe that the next chapter of growth in America is going to be amazing, but we have to get through this firestorm that we're seeing right now. Gold, silver, the best way to do it. God bless. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.